Disney's Episode Zero Introduction. Hello and welcome to the introductory episode of Disneyish, a podcast for Disney fans. I am your host, Christopher, and I'm calling this episode zero because it's not really a true episode. This is not going to be really all that similar at all to what you can expect from the podcast here on out, because normally I'll be discussing Disney-related media, right? I'll be discussing, uh, analyzing, reviewing, etc., Disney and Disney-related media, such as movies, TV shows, books, that sort of thing. Today, however, I'm really just giving you an idea of who I am as your host, what you can expect from me, why I started this project, uh, what you can expect from the podcast, and that sort of thing. So this is really just an introduction to give you an idea of who I am and kind of sort of what you can expect from the podcast. Uh, So that's why I'm calling it Episode Zero. And, uh, yeah, so as I said, my name is Christopher, and, uh, you know, I've loved all things Disney ever since I was a little kid. Mickey Mouse was, in fact, the very first character as a baby, essentially, as a toddler, that I latched onto. In fact, embarrassing side story here, baby story, uh, (laughs) I, for some reason, called Mickey Mouse Meow. And I'm not sure if that's because I thought he was a cat or if it's because I was trying to say Mickey Mouse and it was coming out as Meow. That seems more likely to me because he doesn't really look like a cat. (laughs) But uh, that's, that's what I called him was Meow. And he was pretty much the first character that I latched onto as a child. And so Disney has always had a special place in my heart for my entire life. But interestingly enough, I feel like my love for Disney only grew as an adult, and I realized that I loved it even more than I did as a child. Now, of course, in some ways, loving Disney as much as I do is a guilty pleasure because it's not perfect. You know, it's definitely problematic, and it has a history of incorporating some very problematic sequences and scenes into its older movies. I mean, The first thing that comes to mind when I think that is Peter Pan because of the song, you know, the whole sequence of uh, what makes the red man red, I think is the name of the song. And it's just incredibly culturally insensitive, racist. uh, And, you know, we're at the point now in 2023 where, I mean, not that it just started recently. I think that this has been the case for the entirety of the movie being on Disney Plus, but we're at the point now where. When you go to watch that movie on Disney+, Plus, there's this little warning, if you will, disclaimer before the movie starts that basically lets you know there is some culturally insensitive material in this movie. And rather than just abandon it and, you know, sweep it under the rug and pretend that it doesn't exist, we would rather preserve it as something to learn from, even though it's not okay and it wasn't okay then, you know, obviously... It was a different time. It wasn't okay then, but it is a piece of history and it's something to learn from. 
Uh, a lot of the older classic Disney movies also are problematic in how they present women and uh, women's desires and ambitions and dreams oftentimes tend to be very simplified. All they really want is just a handsome prince. They want to be royalty. They want to be married. And that's really their entire character arc. <laughs> and that is, of course, highly problematic and things like that have fortunately changed. And in fact, Disney is well aware of that. They're well aware of their problematic history because movies like Enchanted and Frozen have even basically parodied that. You know, uh, you have these self-referential movies like Enchanted and Frozen that have these little references to, you know, like for example, in Frozen, you can't marry a man you just met. You know, that's something that Elsa tells Anna. And it's like, how many Disney princesses have done that? <laughs> so that's Disney definitely making fun of itself. And uh, I love it when it does that. So in addition to hosting this podcast, I teach English Lit at a community college. And I am also a writer. Uh, I've published two poetry anthologies, uh, The Lost Passenger in 2019 and Peace Amongst Panic just last year in 2022. And uh, both of those can be found on Amazon and shameless plug. <laughs> I can link those in the show notes for you. Uh, and I also, and I can link this in the show notes as well. I also co-host a rewatch podcast for the TV show Fringe with my friend Daryl. And uh, we're just about ready to wrap up season one. And uh, Fringe is probably my favorite TV show of all time which I think just really goes to show how multifaceted and eclectic my tastes are because it's basically like a science fiction drama. It's very, very different from most of what you would find in Disney. So uh, it just goes to show how eclectic <laughs> my tastes can be at times. But I really, really love Fringe. It's very, very special to me. It's very special to both of us, to, uh, to me and to Daryl. And in fact, it's technically a relaunch of a podcast that Daryl hosted back in the day when Fringe was originally on TV from 2008 to 2013. Uh, that podcast was called The Fringe Podcast, and he had this idea uh, several years after the show ended in 2013 to kind of revive it as a rewatch podcast, you know, discuss the episodes again, but this time from the perspective of someone who has seen the entire series. And he asked me to come on and be his co-host, which was, I, I have no words <laughs> for how happy that made me because it was a dream come true to uh, podcast about my favorite show of all time. And it was also kind of somewhat a full circle moment for me because I my interest in podcasts started essentially because of the Fringe podcast. That was really the first podcast that I ever started to listen to, that I ever listened to, you know, that I it's the first one that I ever listened to is what I'm trying to say. And uh Daryl is essentially the person who inspired me to go into podcasting myself. Uh, you know, I was always very drawn to his enthusiasm and his energy and his passion for podcasting, and I loved the idea of just talking about something that I'm passionate about that I love and sharing that passion and love with others. And I, you know, kind of decided that that was something I wanted to do. And it was essentially because of Daryl. So, you know, I really want to thank him 
for uh, the inspiration that he has inadvertently given me over the years. Uh, you know, I consider him not only a friend, but also a mentor. And, uh, you know, I definitely want to thank him for the role that he has inadvertently played in this podcast being born. Because if it weren't for him, I highly, highly doubt that I would be doing this right now. So, and he also, uh, this is also something that I can link in the show notes for you. He also has a Disney podcast. Uh, that podcast is called Mouse House Weekly. And I highly recommend it because it's unique in multiple ways. One way that I find it unique is that he is one of several pairs of hosts they circulate. I believe that there are six pairs of hosts. And so Daryl hosts the podcast with his son once every six weeks. And so you get those, uh, you know, you get different voices, different perspectives. And I think that that is something really cool because that's unusual. Most podcasts have a consistent host or hosts that you hear in every single episode. And that's not true of Mouse House Weekly. But also, you know, they do fun challenges, like they do bracket challenges to come up with their favorite, you know, villain or favorite song or most catchy song or, uh, you know, their favorite Disney prince or their favorite Disney princess. Uh, they review content. They talk about the parks. You know, it's really there's something for everybody. So, yeah, I definitely highly recommend checking out Mouse House Weekly. As far as this podcast is concerned... Uh, it's really been on the back burner for years. This is an idea that I had in my mind for a long time. I can't even put a number on it. It's been that long. Uh, and I decided to finally bring it to fruition and do it. And uh, I am so excited that I am. I'm so excited that I'm here doing this finally and making it a reality. And as of now, I don't know how often this is going to be released, like how many episodes you're going to get in a set amount of time. I want to, at the bare minimum, and it probably will end up being a little bit more often than this, but at the bare minimum, I want to bring you at least one episode a month. So why Disney? Surely I have other passions, right? I mean, I do. <laughs> uh, you know, I've already mentioned, uh, you know, I, I like sci-fi. I have writing. I have teaching. I have books. Uh, I like to study and practice pagan religions. I love music. Music is a huge part of my life. The list goes on and on and on. So why did I decide to launch Disney Podcast? Well, for one thing, like I said, this has been an idea that came to mind years ago. And it just felt like the right decision. Uh, I mean, not only do I love Disney, as I've already said, but also I love pop culture in general. And... Uh, Disney has acquired the rights to so many things over the years, like, you know, 20th Century Fox and Star Wars and Marvel and, you know, stuff like that. So it just seemed like the natural choice because it opens up the doorway for me to talk about so many different things, right? It's at the point where Disney is almost synonymous with pop culture <laughs> because of how much it has acquired. It just made sense to me. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of what you can expect from this podcast. I'm going to be analyzing, discussing, reviewing, etc. cetera. Uh, you know, my favorite Disney movies and shows and, uh, just Disney media, books, video games, that sort of thing. You know, I would love to hear from you. 
if you have any suggestions or feedback or shows or movies that you would like me to cover, uh, if you have some insight that you want to share, I'd be happy to include it in the podcast. Uh, so yeah, please do reach out to me. And there are a number of ways you can do that. You can email podcast at gmail.com, which is D-I-S-N-I-C-H-E podcast at gmail.com. You can join the Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash podcast. You can follow the Instagram page, which is also Disney's podcast. I try to keep things simple. And you can also follow my personal Instagram page, which is The Lost Passenger, T-H-E-L-O-S-T-P-A-S-S-E-N-G-E-R. So before I sign off here, I do want to take a minute to thank my friend Eliza because she is the person who did the cover art for the podcast. And... I gave her kind of a rough idea of what I wanted, like what I wanted the color scheme to be, uh, you know, what I wanted the font to look like and all stuff like that. And she really, really delivered and pulled through and pretty much gave me exactly what I was looking for. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Eliza. I can't thank you enough. I mean, the cover art for a podcast is pretty important because it's basically what represents the podcast visually. And in some cases, it's what's going to draw a person in. So thank you so much for your contribution. I love it. And uh, yeah, so until episode one, I want to leave off with a quote from Walt Disney that I feel is, you know, definitely appropriate because this is a new journey for me, right? This is a new journey for us. This is a new journey, not only for me as the podcaster, but also for you as a listener. We're embarking on a new journey. And so I thought that this quote from Walt Disney was appropriate. We keep moving forward, opening new doors and doing new things because we're curious and curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. <laughs>